Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Emmanuel, and here in the studio with me, we have... Luani Femi. And... Chimgodrum. Good. So how are you guys doing? Very well. Thank you. Mm. November is over. The next time you'll be seeing us would be in December, the last month in 2023. We yeah. saw that coming. Yeah, the year is almost running to an end. And I think we have one or two special things planned out for you before the year runs out. So just, just watch out for that. Uh, we're going to be getting nostalgic a little bit. So A little bit. Yes, a little bit. So... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so today we're going Wait, to. Wait, so you now ask me how I'm doing. Okay, how are you doing? Yeah, you know, you're the one that spoke. I didn't speak. Okay, okay, so how are you doing? Don't worry, let's move on. All right, thank you. So, <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I use the word interesting a lot, but today's stories are not interesting. They are, <laughs> they are compelling. And. I would say the writer of the script for this podcast wanted to look for my trouble. So, but yeah, wait to the end to see what I'm talking about. Then number two, something's happening in the tech space. And if you are an employee of a tech company, you need to watch this podcast to the end to find out how you can protect yourself and your company from serious BC, serious debts or unnecessary money. So, but yeah, we're going to be starting with, we discussed this last two weeks. Uh, MTN looking to acquire Nine Mobile. Nine Mobile and Spectrum. Nine Mobile Spectrum, yes. And we're hearing the NCC wants to stop them from doing that. Or they were asked. They were asked. Other telcos are asking NCC that they should stop the deal. Who are these other telcos? Well, who they should come outside? I mean, it's not like we have so many telcos. So it's just so, two of them. Mm-hmm. Just to eh, they are still telcos, glow and oh, oh. and etel. <laughs> okay, what's on your mind? I mean, if you're going to tell me not to do something, at least let your service be be good enough. You're not the you're not the judge of that. There are no. still stakeholders, major stakeholders in Nigeria's telecommunications. What, what reason did they give? Sector. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I understand. Well, we, we, the, we saw it coming. We 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 actually mentioned it when we discussed it two weeks ago that it's possible, and mm. these people are the regulators. It's still left to them whether they're going to stop the deal or not. But I think the tel- other telcos are in their own right to ask that because it's a monopoly knocking. Huh. I mean, to be fair, it's not a monopoly already. No. Yeah. No. So how Better how many is competing on data front than Glow? All their thoughts is still competing on the voice front. Okay, so what percentage of the market does Nine Mobile have for it to even be a, mon- a monopoly? Oh, so the fact that if they acquire this spectrum, it not only gives them the opportunity to acquire Nine Mobile's customers, mm. it also gives them the potential to have better network services for their customers, which might in turn. Well, you know that that will not happen now. I'm sorry, like, I want to know. correct something. It's yeah, actually okay. not the telcos. Okay. Oh, it's okay. the National Association of Telecommunication Subscribers. Yeah. Subscribers. Yes. So, I, wait, not I didn't know we had association. Not operators. Natcoms. National Association of... T- wait, this is the first time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This, this, this is a momentous <laughs> occasion in the history of tech. I've never head of an association of telecommunication subscribers. Is it people like me and you or what? We, no, we need to actually know what they do. Please, oh, can well, you open well, their, well, yes, let's well, open their website. We are trying let's to, know who they, well, because they did not call you to come and be a part of it. No, yes. not that they didn't call me. Like, I did not supposed to be doing like canvassing for members like us. So if you want to do like protests. They will have a national many, president. Of ah. course, of course they will. But like, for all the buzzbuzz we used to do they've never like been in the in the well just stay with us our viewers i'm trying to get to the bottom of this to be fair we have association of uh, what they call it coffin makers so it's there's really nothing we can have or we can have association. Mm-hmm. this particular um request that they are making of ncc is what is probably the first thing that is putting them on the map uh, as far as I'm concerned, in the view in the news before, um, they've 
they've sued the federal government over tax issues earlier this year. But I'm trying to find their website. Like, I, I need yeah, to know I what their purpose. Have... I need to know their purpose. Um, do Just they have... the way it sounds now. National Association of Telecommunications. I mean, it doesn't really tell me anything. Like subscribers. What's their purpose? Why? Are what they, was the are mission? They speaking for me, for instance. Exactly. exactly. Who yes. made them? Who made them my spooks? Person. person. So, I mean, the only thing on the president's LinkedIn is that he's the national president. So, is this another case of uh, no, Nance, National Association of Nigerian Students, At least some self serving, self serving? There's no purpose. There's, there's, there's a self proclaimed, as flawed as it might be, mm. National Association of Nigerian Students is, is a thing, is, I understand it. That is made up of uh, ex-students. I understand it, <laughs> right? 40, 50-year-old people are doing National Association of Nigerian Students, but I understand the concept of an association of Nigerian students, but I don't understand the concept of an association of telecom subscribers. Think I mean, association a of consumer, Indometers. Yeah, That's how I'm talking I mean, about yeah. it. I think we should move on. A consumer <laughs> lobby group, I guess. A consumer lobby group. Okay, so Ooh, yeah, <laughs> speaking about regulations, a Nigerian startup is about to exit the Ghanaian market after the Bank of Ghana declared their service illegal. So what happened then? Who is taking this up for us? Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for that um, question. So, Lemfai. You <laughs> <laughs> just sounded like a politician that wants to lie. National TV. <laughs> Thank you so much for that question. <laughs> so, Lemfai is a, is, a, is a fintech Nigerian founded because they don't even know each other is Nigerian. But it's basically a remittance startup that helps um, immigrants in UK, Canada, the US to send money back home. So, they are, they've exited the or suspended their operations in, in in Ghana. And right now, users can't send money to Ghana um, like they used to. They didn't they didn't give a, a reason for their for the suspension of those activities. But I guess you can you can draw draw some conclusions based on what has happened. So a little over a week ago, the Bank of Ghana said se- uh, about seven companies were operating without a license in Ghana and Lemfi was one of them. So um yeah they they basically want financial institutions in the country to stop doing business with them. So one week later we are hearing that they are suspending activities in the in the country. So we've reached out to Lemfi to like get a get an official response but so far nothing nothing has been heard. Well, yeah, that's so it's uh, headed by Red One. Yeah, Olaleri. Olaleri. Uh, yeah, it's former OP mm. executive. Interesting. So I'm guessing at this point, I need to point out something that if you want to sell your vision to customers, you should also be selling your vision to regulators, regulators. so that you understand what you're doing. So stakeholder management, stakeholder management relationship. So yeah. And we are the podcast. We have something for you. Our school is offering a 20% discount on their high impact selling course. So you can navigate not just selling to make money, but selling to even keep your business legal to regulators. So, yeah, uh, we'll come back to that. We'll give you more details towards the end of this thing. But I just wanted to point that out. Did that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. It does. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think they have much to say about Lemfi. I, I, I don't know if it's Lemfi. I think it's Ghana. Why do you so say so? What's special about Ghana? It's not like Ghana, Ghana. I think it's uh, the way African countries and um, the way regulation is chasing innovation and um, having to come up with licenses to fit some particular services. Mm-hmm. So I think that is the case here. And uh, it happened with Kenya too. And and there was a time, I think, um, license for lending platforms or lending companies. <laughs> so they had to do it in phases where they start giving licenses to these lenders. So I think that's just what is going on in Ghana. And it's a phase that we pass. So, you know, I used to agree with this notion <laughs> of innovation chasing. Regulation. Yeah, regulation chasing innovation. Mm. But 
I've seen enough in the startup space to realize that m- most of the time you you just want to we just want to cut corners mm. instead of following due process. But and here is it. There's something Oswald said at an event from uh, the guy behind the Nigerian Startup Act, like the main face of the Nigerian Startup Act. He said something. He said, where you entrepreneurs are seeing disruption, the regulators are seeing displacement. Mm-hmm. It means whatever existing structure was there before, mm-hmm. you are coming That's to displace change. it. Mm-hmm. Whoever was benefiting from that structure, you are coming to displace them. Mm-hmm. Whoever was protected by that structure, coming to displace them yeah. so if lemfa is coming to ghana and is offering remittance services what existing structure is lemfa displacing okay what existing uh system have as the ghanaian government created to protect their citizens from cross-border remittance uh, fraud is lemfa in uh, in any violation of whatever the rules are but yes what i'm saying is i agree with you innovation always outpaces uh, regulation but mm. sometimes before they enter the market at all they yes. should have had those conversations yeah so just to uh just to add um two things actually so spoke with the ceo of i invest if you weeks back and he mentioned something when he wanted to set up his first company he was coming back from the uk and there was no regulatory framework so he had two options you could go ahead and set set up and then wait for the regulator to come after you mm. but he said they spent about a year speaking to regulators and like not just him with a few other guys spoke to regulators like just trying to get them to understand what they were trying to do and in the end the fcc passed a regulation that allowed them to start the company they wanted to start so it took a while of course but they didn't have any issue of maybe a year or two after you've launched then someone is coming after you saying no you don't you don't have any um any approval for this also um the cbn as nigeria central bank mm-hmm. has also hinted or at least the cbn governor has hinted at reviewing the regulatory framework for, for payment yeah um, and yeah, he he also made the same uh, what do you call it made the same a, a similar argument and yeah, he said payment some payment startups are operating outside the regulatory frameworks that they are supposed to be operating with mm. so maybe they are offering additional services no, that they are licensed they might, even, they might have even yeah. seen an innovative loophole mm-hmm. that, that they are using right. and they are looking at you and they are like you shouldn't be doing this so i think it's it's very very important especially with everything we've seen in the last one year where there's more talk about corporate governance and all you actually need someone or some people that are helping you with these conversations i mean today i saw something on twitter someone said with the new changes at the cbn that's new relationship building for anybody building in fintech mm. so you should actually take that regulation part very, very serious. So as long as it's fintech, oh, I can understand almost nearly all the sector. But well, fintech is people's mm. money. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's I mean, it's very easy for you to open the lives of 10,000 people. You may think you're small. 10,000 customers doesn't look like a lot. Yeah. But I mean, if you know the days of M- MLM, MLM, all these uh, Ponzi schemes, I think there was this Forex one. I can't remember the name. MBA Forex. Mm. The day the thing went both like people across at least four or five states mm. had to go to the so-called offices they had given. Mm. Now, if you're the regulator and someone comes to you, so speaking too much, but um, sometimes we often forget the impact of um, just one small mistake. Yeah. So I was watching a podcast and yesterday and Kola and I said something. He said when Driver Greek had the issues he had um, in 2020, he had been promoting Driver Greek as an investor. And he said he got the DM. The guy said, I invested my money into Tribal Greek. I wanted to use this money to relocate. Mm-hmm. And he said, what do you tell, what do you tell someone like this? So His life has literally <laughs> upended. Exactly. He has lost that money. So yes, Tribal Greek was able to finally um, repay. But when, when regulators put these 
so-called obstacles is to protect the customer as much as it um, protects you. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think I have any other thing to say. Any everything as little as not asking for password if I log into my. <laughs> They know themselves those <laughs> companies like i can just open my app and you just yeah you don't ask me for any authentication you don't ask me mm. for fingerprint nothing which means if your phone is stolen yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Be. in your mind you, you are doing seamless seamless, seamless. <laughs> seamless. <laughs> yeah. obstacles are there yeah. for a reason and you can check out my interview with um sige aguile of uh, verify me about the whole issue with identity and fraud in the financial se- uh, sector so yeah, with everything, balance is important. So again, we're moving to another African country. And this time around, the news is a little bit more positive, but I'm skeptical. So I'm waiting to hear what's going to happen. But the news is Kenya is about to give tax breaks to startups. President William Ruto is always in the news. And for good reasons, most times. I like the guy's PR. And um, this time, he said the country startup view. Um, will be will give tax break to startups and it will start either next year March or April, and um, it's bas- it's basically what how it stands tax break. Uh, I don't know which how many years they would be giving tax breaks. Uh, maybe their first five years or the first two years. Maybe they will be giving tax break. But that is what um, it is being promised and it will be in the country startup uh, act which means that it's enforceable but um well the other african countries that have startup bills and um the issue has always been with implementation and enforcing whatever it is the bill says so but um giving kenya's track record since they are good on the side of implementation at least from what pr from what the news tells us so mention one good Please don't tell me to. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> but they have kind of have like a good image. The, I don't know if it's a good image. Kenya strikes me as this promising. Ambitious. It's like um it's not Rwanda level PR. Yeah, yeah, it's not Rwanda level. It's, it's a, like the stories that come out. Things. You know where you're dating someone and the person has potential. Mm. But you're not seeing, you're not seeing, you're not seeing any walkings. Mm. Mm. That's basically what it looks like. They're always coming up with like, you like say you don't date potential. <laughs> 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 what was this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speak, preach, preach. I mean, they always in the news with one really interesting thing. If it's not um, visa-free entry to all Africans, it's uh, launching of digital IDs or um, really cheap smartphones. But, and this is also a problem that I've seen with a lot of Nigerians for who shall not be named. Um, it's almost like we are so fixated on the idea that we are not always looking at execution. So yes, <clears throat> tax breaks are good. Yeah, but yeah. beyond tax breaks, I'm not just going to come to your country because you gave me a tax break. It's just one. Are they opening up this tax break to everybody that comes into the country, number one? Mm-hmm. Number two, do they need to create a startup portal for startups to register and spend one year to build the website? Sorry, that was just <laughs> by the way. I think, they are, I think they are also doing something like that, which I think they're doing it's like startup a startup. financing, yes, yeah, pre- a startup credit portal. scheme for startup finance. It's part of the promise that comes with this. The president mm-hmm. actually mentioned it during... an event the Kenyan Innovation Week so some of those things that just come up while the president is giving their speech and they have this idea in their head and they just say it out or something like that you get I see I see okay no problem I'm not going to drag this any further Uh, I wish I wish Kenya all the best (laughs) say all the best all the best in the new dispensation of tax breaks and startup financing incentives. Yeah, it's still up until March next year or April next year. So that's true. There's there's one that they, they are launching that you do idea. Okay, December. Okay. December. Okay. So but up. again, do startups need to register with the Kenyan government to access this mm. tax incentive? I don't think that is clear. So um when 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 um was the called initiatives like this come up 
we we think of it more of it's, we are trying to use it to attract um, other people from other from outside that country. But I think we should just look at it from the from the point of um, the startups in the countries. Yeah. Probably encourage them to come up with um, more innovations, things that will make life easier for citizens. Mm. So we can look at it from that aspect. But yes, it is with the implementation that they will be able to attract other startups from other African nations. If not, but I think we should just focus on implementing it, executing it in that country. Let the startups in the country enjoy it first before we start thinking of other mm, African fair, startups. Fair, 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 fair. So I'm guessing at this point, uh, we're going to leave. We're going to leave Africa now. Okay. We'll come back. Don't worry. But we're going to leave Africa. Then come back to Nigeria again to address that fraud thing I talked about in the intro. But now, this story. I don't know why, uh, producer, put this in the story. Why? Because we need some interesting. Okay. Okay, so and I, I wish it was not a football person that was on this podcast with me. So that we would just glossed over this. Oh yeah. No, I kill it. You kill it, right? I kill it. Kill it, okay. So <laughs> yeah. also was my bench, yeah. <laughs> before you kill you. <laughs> so we're hearing that Cristiano Ronaldo has been sued for his association with Binance. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not What is going on in this studio? That's good. That's good. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Go on. So, what, what, give me a synonym for Sue, I beg. <laughs> he has been slapped, slammed. Okay. He has been slammed Anyone. with a court case. <laughs> or Sue. Suit. Suit. <laughs> Suit. <laughs> you have never put that in the conversation. Please, let's move to another story. No, please. It's, okay. a, it's a story on the podcast. It's a story on the podcast. So, so should, I, should I take that? Okay, please tell us what happened. <laughs> yes, so Cristiano Ronaldo, aka Desert King, has been... Who asked you for his nickname? Hmm? Who asked you for any nickname? It's no to make it easy for, for identification. So yes, the Desert King is the subject of a lawsuit that is the king of the ucl you mean the right? desert king sorry is has a, is um hollander is now the um ucl king yeah of yeah, yeah 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 digressing yes okay, yeah digressing but um focus, focus. focus okay anyway as we were saying before i was really interrupted um he is the subject of a lawsuit that is expected to go over a billion dollars so basically, these guys want to they want to <laughs> they want to sue you for everything as well. This is the literal definition of suing someone for everything as well because Babani wouldn't be up to one billion dollars in losses. But yes, they said he promoted Binance and some unregistered securities. So uh, I think we mentioned this on the podcast last week. Binance, uh, the Binance CEO, former CEO, was he pled guilty, guilty to um, some money laundering charges and a few other. Um, charges that were brought against him and Binance. So Binance is paying quite a hefty fine, and he has stepped down from his position. And I guess the fallout it's from easy. yeah, I, I guess the fallout from that is this um, lawsuit. So basically, three people are suing Ronaldo for promoting um, the unregistered securities on Binance to U.S. citizens. So um, about I think last year. He signed a deal with Binance where there were like um, NFTs that were created in his name. And I guess a few people bought into it. We don't even know the extent of that, but yeah, a few people bought into it. And these guys are saying, when you promoted this, there was increased visibility for Binance in the US. There was uh, people, more people started searching for Binance. And a few people, they themselves made, they called it loss making investment. So basically, they lost money to their investments on Binance. And um, Ronaldo is the guy that they are blaming for this. So this is kind of similar to what Kim Kardashian faced um, a while, I think that probably a year ago. I don't know everything's feeling like last year. I know we've discussed her own case, mm. 
mm-hmm. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah I think I remember that. Mm-hmm. On the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Yes, yes. 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 So it wasn't okay. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't directly. We were. No, it wasn't directly. There was someone like Someone was yeah. Someone had advertised something, and then we were discussing whether you should disclose the fact that this isn't. You're, you're not, not doing this. this. I'm just using yeah. it to make money. Exactly. So I'm that's part of why. Yes, now, no, no. You, of course, you can put disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. But the law actually requires you to, to put disclaimers. Actually. It's a paid ad. It's mm. on Instagram. You're supposed to put it up there. It's a paid ad. But yeah. what is the thing with personalized ad? Personalized mm. ad allows your followers or the people that are watching you to trust you more because they believe that you've used it. Now, you're, now that's it. your that's your that, problem. And that's more. your liability. That's your problem because the law says. Once it's an ad, whether it's personalized do, whether it's not personalized, tell us because I, I know you mentioned this, but all of this started getting a lot of attention around the um, around twenty twenty when there were a lot of financial influencers and they were promoting a lot of either investment, mm-hmm. savings, cryptocurrencies. They were they were promoting a lot of those products. And the government needed to do something to ensure that people did not make decisions because whether I like it or not, people make decisions simply, how many pots have you bought because of an influencer? It's a question now. I don't buy pots. I've not bought pots because of an influencer. But you've bought pan? No. But you should have bought something in your house, in your kitchen? Yes. Not uh-huh. because of the influencer, but because I needed it. You should have because of the influencer. Anyway, Why are you pushing saying, words into my mouth? But you said it. No. Anyway, but yes, people buy things because of influencers. And... The government decided, okay, let's put something that says, okay, you can promote. You're not saying you should not promote, but always put a disclaimer that this happened. So that's basically why Ronaldo is being sued right now. How many footballers get sponsored all the time? Yeah. By big brands. Mm. You can't exactly say this is an ad per Mm. se. If, for instance, they just announced that Say Pepsi just signed Osime, for instance, mm-hmm. and they announced it. And Osime in his announcement message say, "Oh, <coughs> have a drink of Pepsi anywhere you go." Mm-hmm. So would you? Of course, it was paid. Does he have to actually state it that it was paid? I mean, for once it's financial. I, I know at least in the US, mm. uh, you are required to state once it's once, once it's, it's financial. Yeah, once it's a financial product, and I think that makes. That makes a lot of sense because mm. you know we, are talk- we talked about regulations earlier. So yeah, um, people's that's, money. Mm. Now that I think about it, I don't think I've seen any financial institutions sign a, a global financial because Nigerian financial institutions have done it. Mm. But a global financial institution, I don't think I've seen them sign any major athlete or musician. Can you think of any of the top of your head? Please, if you think of anyone, you can tell us in the comments. I mean, Chipa Cash tried with Bonaboy. Nigeria, no, Nigeria. I'm talking of global financial services companies. JP Morgan's, oh. the American Express, the Visa. Visa, 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 Visa. Visa has. Visa so, well, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm not, so the thing to we're in Nigeria, so we probably will not be seeing their ads. We're not at their target market, sadly. Interesting. Okay. But I, I, I don't think it's fair to be suing Ronaldo. And I'm not saying this because I'm a Ronaldo fan. I just mm. think objectively, mm. it's just like, objectively speaking, mm. why should you be suing a player that did an ad? So let's say, because this thing you can translate to, an, okay, imagine Pepsi. This could have been any player. Wait, wait, wait. Imagine <laughs> Pepsi doing an ad with Messi. Yeah. And after I drink Pepsi, I started purging and mm-hmm. ask you Messi because I would say it's Messi's ad that made me to go and drink Pepsi. Pepsi mm-hmm. Please, Nifemi, please, impartial observer here. So, <clears throat> whether you know there's something sometimes when we are praying, say sin so, of omission, so, sin of commission, whether you knew or you did not know. <laughs> so, I think um, what there, there's a part in the claims laid against Ronaldo, and um, they were like, he should have known. Because no, that even if he did not know, <laughs> like that's the Emmanuel, Emmanuel is asking me from from my own unbiased exactly. opinion. Exactly, have from known because Ronaldo because you know there are some <laughs> <laughs> because you know there are some companies when you hear their names, you know there are a lot of things surrounding this. I'm sorry to mention him, Patricia, <laughs> that we are still on the matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
when you see that a lot of contention around a particular brand, right, you either do your own work well or you provide disclaimers. And it seems Ronaldo was actually enjoying it. I mean, so... Oh, oh to be fair, to say that. No, no, no. To be fair, right? This, this announcement or the deal with Ronaldo was in 2022. So... There was a crypto boom last year now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when everybody was buying NFT. But that was when they made this um, announcement. And nobody's, nobody's talking about... So Binance issues began this year. So it's not even why the, I think this lawsuit would probably have come whether Binance was in trouble or not because these guys are making this claim based on the fact that they lost money. So, but a major thing they are using to support their claim now mm. is the fact that this Binance issue happened. Mm -hmm. Basically, yeah, as what is a, is a major part of their argument. Yeah. So they've they they have something that kind of furthers their case, but I think whether it was 2021, 2022, Ronaldo would have still well provided he was involved, it would have still happened. If there was another really popular person who was involved, the person would probably just be collateral damage in this case. But then I'm 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 curious to see whether he's actually awarded those damages or whether the the plaintiffs are whether those damages one billion dollars like more than that they are looking for more than one i don't know how much did they even invest? man i know what you think i would say a prayer or two for ronaldo why would you say a prayer or two that doesn't concern you really care and binance is not bothered who thought you doesn't care this is just a they don't need to issue statement it's, yeah, it, it's when they go to uh, this looks like an issue they can settle out of courts yeah, of course it's a nobody is going to well, I, let me not say nobody shall, but which judge is going to give uh, one billion dollar damages to an individual? <laughs> Except you may be fine by now on top of the one that they've paid. But I, I, sorry, are they claiming one billion dollars as a group? Uh, or yeah. Individually. They had better be claiming as a group. No. They are just at three least people. Less than that. Less than that. Wait, wait, wait. Can you even award damages that are what more than what what what's more than my net worth? Is that possible? You know, network is no money in your hands. In assets and securities okay. and whatever. I mean, it's just last year that they gave send, you. You want to send Ronaldo back to my dear Abby. I mean, he's already that you want him to play to 50. His Latin can do Which is Latin? Latin has not got Latin that is a 40. His leg is getting sorry. Let me know. Let me know. Find that trouble before I jam him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, we've gotten to the part where I was telling you about. So this thing happened sometime last week, <coughs> where I got an email from someone who claimed to be Adewale Yusuf. Adewale Yusuf is the co-founder and former CEO of TechPoint Africa. And he says, hey, Manuel, do you have a substantial amount to your mobile banking? Uh, please send, please confirm. Then I will make arrangements for a refund before the end of the week. And I was first things first. Wale asked me for money. <laughs> Number one. Number two, Wale asked me for money in an email. <laughs> he has a WhatsApp number. He has my WhatsApp number. Number three, Wale using Outlook. So I was like, what what the heck is going on here? And uh, yeah, so Nifemi has more details for us. Sorry, but wait, that money they were asking you about, do you have it? No, I didn't even have it. You were supposed to plead it on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see yourself on national TV. <laughs> no, in case somebody sees me on the road and says, no, I don't have money. <laughs> they, really have, they really believe in you. <laughs> so, um, so last week when Emmanuel showed me the email, First of all, that was the first thing I asked him. You have the money, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "Why they ask you for money inside um, via email?" That's that. so. We just looked at it and we we just looked. The, I just looked the way, and I didn't even know that Muiwa also got same email. Precious also got the same email. I think Ninka also got the yeah, same Inka email. So too. that's like four people in this organization that got an email from Muiwa asking for money to 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 fix 
or to sort a very to do one or two. <laughs> one or two. That's what they call it. So yesterday, while uh, I was working, then I saw another founder post a disclaimer on their WhatsApp status saying that uh, this is not me. And then it just I just remember that this, this was something that Emmanuel showed me last week. Then interestingly, I saw another one on Twitter. Like, okay, okay, there's something going on here. Dr. Neto. Dr. Neto, a female of um, Wella Health. Yeah. Health. And uh, it, it's, it's looking like a trend, as it were. It's more of a trend uh, um, that scammers or first stars are trying to impersonate um, CEOs to defraud their employers, employees rather. And in a way, in a way, it's a fraud tactic. The fraud tactic that um, people that do business email compromise um, use because one, you know, the the reason why you had the red flag in your head was because of the communication you have with Adewale. You built a relationship to a point that you can assess him. Now imagine an employee that owes the employer in so much high esteem, but that doesn't have a communication. Um, direct connection. Direct communication with that employer, right? And they want to impress the employer. Just imagine them doing it because one of um, the founders, the person was ready to send the money. He just because that person is outside the country, the mm. found the CEO was outside the country. So the employer just thought that okay, let me. Ask. The person was ready to send it. So at that particular moment, if that employee didn't think I need to speak with the employer, he would have sent the money. But something else stands out for me. One of the employees that asked for the um, account details to receive, to send that money to, was given <clears throat> an account detail that has the name of the CEO in it. Like, it has the first and second name of the CEO and it's linked to a he actually sent two, one OP account and one PAMPAY account. And he sends off a, a trigger in my head because something similar just happened recently of a person who whose um, contact was scammed and through that same means, they created, those fraudsters created an account with the name of that person that, and they sent it to the person they do, to the victim that sent the money because you say, oh, my friend is in distress and this is the account number bearing the person's name. I will send it. And it got something in my head that what is going on with Opie and Pampe? What are they not doing KYC? Are they not asking for BVNs before they allow people to open accounts? Because I believe from my years of using banking, um, the banking services, if you want to open an account and you put your BVN, it automatically extracts your details. And that is the detail it will be that will become the details of that new account you are opening. So if I'm opening an account with my name, my government name is Oluwani Femikola Wale, it should carry Oluwani Femikola Wale. So I'm now wondering, why are people using strange numbers that do not even exist to open PAMPAY and open account to defraud people? Yeah, so two issues there. Business email compromise and probably the lax um, bank opening um, procedures that are now happening on digital banks. Mm -hmm. I don't know, this, 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 this should be looked into, but to a large extent, it's still on employees to be careful when they see um, emails like that. And also employers should also find a way to educate their employees. Um, we did, we did it for us some months back in TechPoint where we were told about how to protect our passwords and how to protect um, our domain, something like that. Because when it becomes one person's problem, it has become the whole organization's problem. So let's just be careful. And I think Emmanuel should talk about the digital bank part because it, it seriously, I know fraudsters pray, they impersonate, right? They, they do social engineering. But it's a old level when you is a old new level when you can convince me that the person that I'm supposed to send like you are convincing me with an account number with the person's name is a old new level and I think it's they, they're going to exploit it a lot and they've started. <coughs> yeah. It pain me. That, that was that was a deep. I should calm down. Your mic. My mic is 
Okay, is is the is the the thing pain me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So guys, this this is <laughs> you see you see I didn't even try to interrupt us. It's a very very serious issue, and I think before I go on, I would say for every employer, this is not just even tech. This is not it can happen to anybody. For corporate companies, you just mentioned people who don't have direct relationship with their CEOs. Their bosses most likely happen in a corporate setting where the larger your organization yes, is, exactly. the so, let's say one Jet of your guess. supervisor or your branch manager have been mm-hmm. successful. asked you. You don't have his probably don't have his phone number. Mm-hmm. You only have his email address, and he didn't look at email address closely. Some some mm-hmm. the email that um Abimbola got that is the CEO of um, Advantage Health Africa. It was not showing hot mail or it just showed Abimbola the backing. You know the way your email will just show your your, your name because it's customed. Yeah, you won't know. So unless you now go and pay attention to like specific loophole. So. Uh, she also mentioned the case of someone else that was defrauded. Uh, I think to make it easy, you can make can specify. Okay, your neighbor yeah. was defrauded. Was her phone was stolen? Yes. The person that stole the phone impersonated her mm-hmm. and got her friend to send money. Yes. So that is another issue. So That's I guess another issue. at and this point, she believed because she saw an account number that was bearing her friend's name. Yeah, a best friend's name. So that's that's a major issue. So I've already told some of my friends if I ask you for money via chat, call me first before mm-hmm. sending the money, so that you can be extra levels of safe. If my number is not going through for some reason, hold call on. someone close to me. Or just hold on. Or hold on. Fine, because you could potentially send money to a fraudster, and that would be the end of it. You are going to make, you are going to put a lot of depth burden on yourself and the person you thought you were sending the money to because the person will be feeling guilty and all of that so this is a very 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 important message now coming to the digital banks honestly i'm not i'm not even sure what to think about this again but here are some things i found out while researching all of all these issues there are places where they are farming nines farming Mm. bvns Mm. even though bvns are a lot more harder phone numbers registered sims yeah that so they are not able to open accounts. So I asked, I asked one of the executives at one of the banks you mentioned, and he dodged the question. Like he didn't directly respond to it. He was responding to other things we're talking about, right? So it's an issue. And from again, from what I've learned is there was actually a consensus to enforce N9 as a universal standard for tier one accounts. But I'm not sure all of what these banks are following. That 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 consensus. Seamless. Seamless this thing. So but I think recently, I said probably when Business Day and Take About published stories about this issue. OPR seemed to have tightened. Yes. Not a line. Yeah, so OPR seems to have tightened their this thing. Same with Pampe. There's been a lot of PR stories. Uh, Ope, Pampe, talking about fraud, blah, 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 to solve the whole fraud thing. That, that, I see them trying to take the narrative, but I don't think this is a narrative thing because this it is getting out of hand. The infrastructure. If someone, it's quite scary. Someone somewhere can be sending a message to a close relative or a loved one and the person will have an OP account that has my full name. Yes. On it, it's it's a very very scary the prospect. number. So yeah, that is. Uh, I think that's. So it. Let, let's just try to be careful out there. Yep. Let's be careful. Do you mm-hmm. have any comments mm-hmm. on this issue? <laughs> Why so, are you so quiet? That's strange. No, no, it's something I mean, about. We've spoken about this a lot. That I don't know what else I want to add that we've not said before. Yeah. So just please. I think the the new thing here is people are targeting employees in different companies your boss that email from your boss or your supposed boss might actually be a scam so please be very 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 careful and for friends families and relatives if you are chatting with someone and they send you account number call the person to confirm actually if the person is coming with the leg of this is urgent i need this money urgently urgent 2k please they don't ask for 2k no, they, they ask, ask for fifty k for 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 two digits, three digits number. So, not if you see that Amibola's on is 
to to the sent one pam pay send one on pay with, with the same number the same number with transaction limit i think it's because of the transaction limit mm. oh. yeah that's why they are sending to even though they would have sent yeah. you just send only one only one interesting so so that means well don't worry yeah so the other one that happened with uh, the other lady too Ope, then another OP again because mm. his own limit was 50k. So mm. yeah, that's there are so many, so many, many issues to trash out here. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that's we've come to the end of uh, our stories today. Much other stories. They said the Patricia hacker was caught. I don't believe that story. <laughs> no, I'm but, saying but, it but on the podcast. Same year. Yeah, I don't believe it. They say it was a politician in which state again? River State. River State. A politician in River State was caught. Because it had to be weak. It had to be UK State. It had to be UK State. <laughs> <laughs> Bad PR. So, yeah. So, he was caught. Fine. Okay. So, what happens to our money? I think that's the main issue. He said if, exactly. if, if he releases the money, at if least he releases so, the money. They play. <laughs> <laughs> so, they are customers. We get their money. So, renew dope. <laughs> So ah, I beg you, that's the new dope we had not Then another funny story. For some reason, hackers hacked and stole South African data and they're asking for three million dollars. Have they met African countries? <laughs> you like family, data from they are, like they are, they there's this um Pakistani uh what's it called? Penetration tester that I know and it belongs to a lot of communities. Every other week is in my DM and we are chatting and we are just banting about I've seen another thing from Nigeria. <laughs> like they're just farming Nigerians data. The other day, which one did you send to me? I think a data from a particular um um what's it called? Nigerian commission or something like that. You want to use it to blackmail Ni- African countries. They do not care as far as they are concerned. They are, they do not care. These are cars. Yeah, they should carry their market to another place. Even if they want to care, it's not $53 million. Money that they can use and buy a car uh, or, or renovate exactly. the house. For, for their senate. Before you now. Uh-uh. How many yachts you want to buy? <laughs> like, yacht. Oh. Yacht. 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 <laughs> Private jet. That you don't. That's more. That's enough money to get you a private jet now. Yeah, if you right. want or two. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, don't forget a link in the description. We'll be getting a special discount code, code Tech Points to get a twenty percent discount on all schools high impact selling course. So a lot of the things you do in business or in the startup world, it's all about negotiation. It's all about selling your vision, selling. So I'm saying, if you, no matter how small you are as a startup founder. Or you have a big startup with a very, very, very young, ambitious, hungry sales team. Please, all schools, uh, all schools high impact selling courses. Something you need to do. So yeah, check the link in the description below. And uh, yes, I should mention that um, you know w- w- when the, when the when the course is promising you something, then you go and look at the faculty. It should be enough to tell you that these people they've been in the system they're not just teaching you theoretically they are teaching you things that they've used to to get because the sum total of how much they've closed this year is more than 10 million dollars just mm. these three facilitators and um not just in africa all, all over the world so they're teaching you practical things especially doing converting sales lead in an ethical manner because mm. a lot of people are doing it in a... And you lie. Yes. <laughs> but I used to think salespeople lie until I met a salesperson. When I interviewed, um, um, what's her name? Of this uh, cloud... Weok. Um, yes, Weok. Uh, ah, tr- Nikki. Nikki. Yes, Nikki. Nikki. Yes, I told her that they say salespeople lie. He said no. It depends on us. So these people are going to teach you how... Not the same, to lie. The same way lawyers say they don't say lie. I beg. It's, it's, it's a matter of fact. <laughs> so they're going to teach you how to sell without lying and also teach you like Very customer <laughs> psychology and um, making you to be the best salesperson you can ever be. So I don't think this is even restricted to these salespeople because sometimes you want to sell your vision. You don't know how to sell it. In your head, you have victims. You don't have to tell people. 
So this are, this is the course you should do. And, and that point, I'm preaching, right? I'm preaching, I'm preaching. Says is calling your name. Actually. You should actually take the course. Yes. Uh, you have, you, to people, you have big things in your head. <laughs> you need to sell. This is what you preach. So, so yes, you, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll try to use the discount in the in the online session. Please use the discount because so there there's early bird for the tuition, but TechPoint is giving you like an even upper edge. Earlier bed. <laughs> like earlier of the earlier bed. So please use it and um, let's get thoughts together. All right. So guys, yeah, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletters. TechPoint Digest, the flagship newsletter, equity merchants for startup founders, and of course, our Pitch Friday community. No Pitch Friday in December, don't forget, right? Yep. Then, of course, there's the Workaholic, Modern Workplace, all the conversations. The last edition was talking about uh, workplace languages, right? Yes. Uh, so I think you should check that out. <laughs> and um, yeah, FinTech Today, curated news of all the things you need to know in the FinTech space and the financial sector, everything the CBN is up to, and la di da Then, of course, are going to be having a special episodes in in December. Yes. Are going to be bringing back nostalgia. You're going to be seeing some special faces on the podcast hopefully and uh yeah, just just watch out for that. Yes. And like, but we are, so we are far closing so the year with a bang. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so guys, we Guys, we appreciate you for sticking with us throughout January till November and we're in the final rap, final lap. Sorry, not rap. Sorry, <laughs> we're in Spotify the final lap, lap of the year, and uh, we're going to be hitting those milestones, those targets, and of course, as usual, we're pushing those your New Year resolutions in January. You push them to January 2024, and hope to do it again in 2024. Yeah, it right. Well, why are you pessimistic? We will do it. Please, I'm rooting for us. Yes, we're going to do it. All right, all right, all right. It's fine. It's not be fight. (laughs) Yeah, guys, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and do all the things you need to do to get this podcast to more people. I see you guys saying, hey, this is an insightful conversation. This is an interesting conversation. And I see some of you. disagree with us, that we drag ourselves. If you disagree, so if you disagree and we reply, please try and reply. Yeah, very yeah, important. Very, very important. Don't start something you cannot finish. Why, why, why? Both of you start different. No, 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 no. Don't start something you cannot finish. There's one person from last week. I'm still waiting for his response. <laughs> yes, even another one. I, I wasn't even in the podcast, week. but it, it, I took it personal. <laughs> you can listen to us on google podcast apple podcast spotify and everywhere else you get your podcast from (laughs) bolu wouldn't be proud of that yeah 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 it's not it's not bolu standard but we'll manage it all right people we'll see you in the next one Bye 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 bye